Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football. And I'm Adam Nicholas from What Culture Football. And coming up, is match of the day under threat? Barcelona's transfer for Griezmann, although he's already technically there, could be blocked by La Liga. Uh, you'll never guess who's calling in a 116-year favour from Juventus. Zinedine Zidane's son says he doesn't want to follow in his father's footsteps regarding international football. And potentially huge news about a Manchester United transfer. This is the 4-4 News. It is the 4-4 News. I quite like that 4-4 yeah. News. That's going to grow on me. But we're going to lead today's stories with a big potential transfer, Adam Wilborn, because Tottenham Hotspur... Tottenham Hotspur. Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur soon have made contact with Juventus regarding Paolo Dybala. Oh, what a tasty little signing that could be. Apparently, they have potentially offered £80 million, which for me, to be fair, feels like a bloody steal. But £80 million for Dybala. 78 goals he has in 182 appearances. 10 goals last season he got for the club. But obviously, since Ronaldo has signed Mm -hmm. for Juventus, kind of dis- disgruntled him a little bit. I don't think he's made as many appearances last season as he might have liked because 42 sounds like a lot but actually over the course of a season the yeah. event has probably played not that many. Tottenham potentially signing Dybala Adam Wilborn. What do you reckon? I think it'd be a fantastic move arguably for all clubs. Yes, Juventus will lose one of their hottest young players mm-hmm. but they've got I mean we are talking about it before we started They've got a wealth of attacking talent, obviously exemplified by Cristiano Ronaldo. And I don't think when you look at their exploits last season in the Champions League, it was their lack of ability to score that really affected Mm. them. Like, they just had a really bad night, I think, against Ajax. Yeah, that's probably fair to say. And conceded a few goals, and there was no coming back from that. I think as well, more importantly than all that, Dybala would be a phenomenal signing for Tottenham. Tottenham fans have been crying out for not just investment in the club, but a sign of intent. You've got this fantastic group of players who arguably peaked last season uh, by reaching the Champions League final. Mm. And now, to avoid complacency or people's heads being turned, the likes of Christian Eriksen, of course, have been mentioned. Harry Kane is always going to be a name that's going to be linked with some of the biggest yeah. clubs in the world. If you can bring someone like Dybala in to complement the likes of, as I said, Eriksen, Kane, Son, Ali, uh, Lucas Moura, mm-hmm. it would be a fantastic signing and hopefully it might be one of those things that helps them kick on to the next level because, you know, the, the, the last time we talked about them winning the Premier League is when Leicester won it. Yeah, well, I, all I'm imagining in my head is Dybala and Kane working together as a front pair. Yeah, I think the big thing we talk about whenever we mention Tottenham is that, you know, that 1-11, to 11, they've got this, this great, fantastic, mm. exciting squad that, you know, we linked with winning the Premier League last season, but it was only really a two-horse yeah. race. Um, you always mention with Tottenham, depth. They don't have enough depth, but mm. also they don't have enough strength in depth. Like, yes, they have, well, if you want to take Harry Kane off or he gets injured and Son's already on the pitch, yeah. we've got Fernando Llorente, which is depth, it's just not necessarily strength in depth. Whereas if you could take yeah. off 
uh, a Christian Eriksen and chuck on a Dybala or, or do whatever. I think that's exactly what they need. And, you know, they need to start chucking some money about. Granted, they've just got a brand new stadium about half a season mm. too late. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the, what they need to do next. Well, I think names like Lamella and Laurenti are good having on the bench, but they're not. Mm. I don't know. It wouldn't strike fear in me the same way it would be as Dybala's coming on with 30 minutes left to play it to completely change the game. Yeah, two or three injuries at the start of this season and you could sense that the that you just sort of discount Tottenham mm. from any sort of threat to a title. But signing of Dybala might tempt more players in. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, right, let's move on because some big news coming out from the Daily Mail today. They're reporting that Sky are apparently considering putting out three-minute Premier League highlights online immediately after the top flight matches finish. Now they do already do put they already do already do put out highlights of matches after they finish, but I'm fairly certain it's only on like social media and on their app. Mm. So the big thing here is if they put those highlights on YouTube immediately after these Premier League games have finished be a big threat to the likes of a beloved show like Match of the Day because why would you watch that if you could well it's a worry because BBC now are starting to run out of things that people need to go to BBC mm. for like this is one of the staples for say the weekends Fridays and Saturdays well Saturdays and Sundays mm. but it's baffling to me that people haven't already started real yeah. estate YouTube obviously we work on YouTube so you can see the benefits of it but you imagine the amount of revenue that could generate from that if you had the highlights that you get within I don't know let's say 15-30 minutes of the match finishing everybody's going to go there and mm. there's, the, there's revenue there to be generated I would love love to see the figures that they've got for the highlights immediately after mm. because I reckon you'd be looking depending on if it's, if it's a match where it's say like a 4-3 store screamer yeah. you could be looking at a million clicks yeah the moment you, you, moment you hear or, or, or see on like a live text this is a wonder goal you're yeah. never going to believe this you want to see it immediately and we all do time, it don't we you do it on your phone for, yeah some sort of Iranian highlights or something <laughs> like that but Match of the Day is kind of a staple. Mm. I only really watch Match of the Day too because I don't support a Premier League team. Yeah. My team will never be in the Premier League. And, what? Um, no, they definitely won't. I'm on football manager. Maybe. I mean, we're in there and it's not much better, so don't worry. <laughs> so I watch Match of the Day too because mm. it's a condensed version yeah. of the highlights. But yeah, if someone said, oh, yeah, the, the <laughs> five o'clock kickoffs just, or the five o'clock kickoffs just finished and there's a great goal in it, do you want to watch that or do you want to wait a couple of hours for Match of the Day? You want to watch it, me? It's about immediacy. Isn't Let's it? be honest as well. You say wait a couple of hours. How many nights are you sat there waiting up till like till the show finishes at twelve mm. o'clock to have watch all that? If someone said to you, "Here's something that fits right in with your schedule. You can watch it whenever you want, and you don't have to stay up till late." If you're a Burnley fan and you want to watch your, your side's highlights because you can get <laughs> to the game, they're not always at the top. They're slot, not, always, not always number one, are they? To be fair, mm. so yeah, it's very interesting to see what happens here and the legal ramifications going forward because I think there's a fair way to go yet until we get to see. Premier League highlights Indeed. immediately after the matches on YouTube. Yeah, so interesting little development. That's speaking of an interesting development, this one is weird because, as you all know, Griezmann is already at Barcelona. Yeah. He's there, we've heard all about it. It went from Atletico to Barcelona. But now we're being told that this might not be happening and the Liga may be about to block the move, potentially. But let me just explain a little bit. Basically, Atletico Madrid are upset because uh, Griezmann's release fee was around about 200 million euros. Mm -hmm. And there was a certain point when that dropped down to about 100 million euros. So, and essentially, Barcelona have waited until the drop and then paid the money. Right. However, Atletico believe that the deal was done technically while the fee was still up at 200 million. So they want the, min the money that they essentially haven't got from this deal. Which feels weird because how did we get to the point where the deal went through before them saying, well, actually, we need to go back 
yeah. talk about this, but let me just tell is you. Is it sort of like the personal details or what? I have no idea exactly the specifics. What we can tell you is that this happened, it was a Spanish radio station, Onda Cero, hope I've got that nice. right. Basically, the president of La Liga was on there talking and uh, his name is Javier Tebas, and he says, it is possible to block a player's transfer. La Liga will have to decide what course of action to take. Atletico have submitted a complaint and put in doubt whether we should pass Griezmann's license to Barcelona. There's a process that has been put into motion and those overseeing it will have to come to resolve the case. This is madness. Yeah, it's one of those things where you can say, well, what's, what's the ruling here? Is it the moment that Barcelona are linked to Griezmann? Because mm -hmm. that happened about four seasons ago, to be perfectly honest. Or is it a case of a sort of a, a Spanish version of tapping up almost, of, of making sure the player's all right and has effectively agreed personal terms before you even get into the room and then... I wonder, I wonder if if Atletico are seeing there might be a case for where there's been essentially a gentleman's agreement yeah. and that might have happened before the official day, but when the actual transfer has gone through, it might have been past the date where it goes, I think it was 120 million euros it went down to. So there's obviously there's, well, there's 80 million euros there that potentially missing out on. They could go and buy Pablo or Paolo Dybala for that, essentially, yeah. if that's if Tottenham end up making a success of that. So that's a lot of money. I also feel like there's a bit of, it feels like there's not, it's bad blood here because mm. Atletico have then proceeded to say that their club should be proud their fans and their clubs should be proud that they're fighting this battle against Barcelona mm. and refusing to be bullied by the bigger club. Yeah. I, Interesting. I, 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 for one, would love to see the transfer <laughs> cancelled and Griezmann has to, to go back to Atletico. Why would you want that, though? I mean, obviously, they're probably going to land in the middle and get maybe yeah, you know, some halfway or something, out. but fascinating stuff. Fascinating uh, stuff. Another weird story to tell you about here. This comes from onefootball.com. Mm -hmm. Really interesting, this. Knott's uh, County are set to call in a 116-year-old favour from Juventus. Now, we all sort of know the history with Notts County and right. Juventus. Yes. And I think 1903, 06, mm -hmm. sometime, um, Juventus were kind of struggling for a new kit. They wanted to get rid of the pink kit. And they asked their English yes, player if he knew about any now. kits that he knew about knocking around. He called in some favours and got the Notts County kit, hence why Juventus play in black and white. Well, now, Notts County, of course, are in a bit of financial trouble. They're really mm -hmm. struggling at the moment. They've just been relegated. Uh, they are currently wearing last season shirts. They've got new designs from Puma, but they haven't been delivered yet because they haven't been paid for. Now, there are apparently going to be new owners of Notts County being announced relatively soon. But in the meantime, Lillian Greenwood MP is going to write to Juventus on the club's behalf and ask for help paying for the new jerseys, calling in that 116-year-old wow. favour. That is a debt. Listen, if they were a Lannister, they would pay their debts. Mm. So let's just hope well, there's still someone good, there. This is still a good relationship between yeah. between Notts County and Juventus. I think they played one of the first games in Juventus' new stadium. That was yeah. Like. There was some. Uh, did they not go for a friendly there yeah. or something? Have with them because I. This is funny because were it not for Notts County, I love Juventus purely because as a kid they had black and white yeah. kit, and obviously I watched. They were the first team I saw in Italy with a black and white kit, and I was like Newcastle. Juventus, obviously still haven't supported North County yet, no. but that was the connection I made. So if anything, this is a deal, 116 years to wait to go. Yeah, by the way, what they should do is, though, surely. Oh, give them Juventus' kit. This is what I was thinking. Could they not just give them Juventus' current or old kit and just change the badge? Right, turn around and booking you. Hang on, you've all got Ronaldo in <laughs> Like, they just put a sticker, a North County sticker over last season's logos. Oh, that one where... Just if they've all got seven on, they have to do like the math thing. Like that like, lad who couldn't, didn't, couldn't have the number nine shirt yeah. in turn, he had one plus eight. One plus eight. One plus eight. Who, <laughs> whoever sanctioned that, by the way. The jury's still out on you. Incredible. Yeah, that's madness. Right. But I hope they do it. Yeah. As, as a good Help nature, out I hope they do it. It'll be lovely to see. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, that was talking about teams of the past. We've got players of the past in Aline Zidane, formerly of Juventus. Let's go right across to his son, Luca Zidane, who we have been told, apparently, is obviously he has the choice, essentially, of which national team he'd like to play for because, much like his father, he could play for the French national team through the nationality or his heritage lies with Algerian ties. And I think he could play for Spain, technically. Yes, he's well. technically, I think because he's a resident, I guess. Uh, but basically, he's come out and said, as reported by DZ Football on Twitter, who are... In case you didn't know, Adam Wilborn, the home of Algerian football in English, they are. But it's basically, good job you follow them. I know, just as well, I follow them naturally. <laughs> this popped into my inbox just the other day. And basically, he's come out and said that, obviously, goalkeeper, who was technically on Real Madrid's books, but he's currently playing for Racing de Santander, who he's going on loan to this season. He's basically said he wants to play for Algeria, not France. Now, this is probably a smart move, given the fact that France are obviously a much more mm-hmm. elite, elite national team. I think it's fair to say than Algeria, but Algeria are no slouches by their own by their own description. Yep, and they also had prior to that they had such an incredible World Cup. Maybe it's not the one just gone, the mm-hmm. one before. Yeah, they were brilliant. So there's there's reason. It's not just like oh steer away from the French team. There's actually probably a good reason for them to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's fascinating this. The comments I read underneath it was really good because I think it was mostly French fans going, well, it's fine. We've got good goalkeepers anyway, so yeah. they're not bothered. Yeah. Not even bothered. Um, it's a lot of pressure if you pull on a French shirt, isn't it? And your name's Zidane. Massive. Well, So that might be a bit of it, but then he's I, played for Real Madrid. So I can imagine, Madrid, yeah, but. but I can imagine that's probably why he's a keeper as well. We were joking about this before, yeah. but you wouldn't <laughs> want to be, and I know he's got other sons, Zidane, who play football yeah. as well. I wouldn't want to be the one who decides to be the midfielder because Christ almighty, that is a legacy that you are not going to top unless you just start headbutting people on a regular. That's the only way you're going to beat your dad, isn't it? It's the only way you escape your dad. I've headbutted two people now, so there you go, dad. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. But let let us know in the comments what you think he Mm. should do. And the final news story today uh, surrounds uh, the Lazio midfielder that everyone seems to be talking about almost every summer nowadays, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, I think is how we pronounce it. He's 24 years old, of course. Fantastic Gordy. Fantastic Gordy. stellar work. Uh, and he's told his teammates uh, at Lazio that he is going to leave the club this summer uh, amid reports of a move to Manchester United. That's according to the Daily Express. Mm. Um, always been linked. I think last year we did a big thing about him being linked to many Premier League clubs. Man United is a name that always leaps out when it comes to it comes to him. Mm-hmm. He's the sort of player Man United needs to sign, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, what more could you want in a player in terms of someone who's going to command the midfield? They've been missing that for ages, mm. haven't they? They need that. Like. Especially if, say, Pogba ends up leaving, they need... They were, there was a little while ago, there was a few teams were rumoured in him last season, I think it yeah. was, and he'd never end up leaving, stay where he was, maybe now is the time for someone to make the move. Yeah, I think somebody needs to pull the trigger on that one relatively close, relatively soon rather than backing about around. Mm. Because if we want to transfer deadline day, people would A saga. I don't want it to be a saga. Enough of them. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. Don't forget, as always, you can tweet them to us at WhatCultureFC. Mm. We'll start with a question from Sean Cowles, who says, what mid-table team do you see making a push for the top half of the table or even threatening for the Europa League spot this season? Right. Well, I thought about this week. So a little, little nat about this one. Yeah. I think because because they've taken my heart 
and they've, they've taken it to their team. They stole Jose Perez from us. And I'm going to have to go with Leicester City because I quite like the moves they've made because they got Brendan Rodgers in last season. Yeah. And all right, he came in and, and arguably at the time, not a great time to be taking on Leicester City Football Club. The, it wasn't a fantastic season for them by their recent, recent uh, standards, but I think that was a plan to build for the future. So Rodgers is there now. I like Rodgers as the manager. I think his philosophy, his, his footballing philosophy rather, is fantastic. And with Perez up there, in a team that is probably, you can fairly say, more capable than what the team yeah. we have, he's going to get more chances, he's going to get more goals. I think he got like 12 goals last season for Newcastle, a couple of assists. I'd like to see that. I think if he gets the right sort of service, you can get a good 20 goals out of him next yeah, season, if like minimal. I can easily see uh, them, be, if they start the season well, mm. just being one of those teams that is almost guaranteed and European I'm, football. Of course, the and transfer good, window. Good yeah, transfer window's not done yet. They did sign Yuri Thielmans as well, yeah. which is obviously a very good signing. was on loan last season. Very promising player in there. I think there's the, the kind of club Newcastle, or you'd want Newcastle yeah. to be, because they just got a bit of ambition, which is all that someone like Perez actually says he wants. Uh, my pick is West Ham United. I'm going to go for West Ham, uh, interesting. Made some interesting moves in the transfer window. Ooh. Always seem to sort of yo-yo up and down. Mm -hmm. But I think this could be the season that they finally all comes together for them. Do you think that? I really I'm not, that. I don't know if I'm sold. I feel like that's always what I... I yeah. end up falling for that all the time. I'm like, you know what it is? They've made some really good moves, West Ham. And then it all goes tits up. I may be no, biased. No offence, West Ham fans. I may be biased. My dad's a West Ham fan. Ah, so he's right. So now head. it's all coming this together. This is our yeah. year, son. Yeah, of course this it is. This is our year. Uh, right, second question today comes from James Pilly, who says, who are your top value, money, uh, value, top value for money picks for this season's fantasy Premier League team? Well, you're going to think I'm doing a gimmick here because I had a little look. I'm, I have to admit, I'm not a huge fantasy, fantasy football follower myself, but I had a little look. And I'm going to go for my boy, Perez, again. <laughs> because how many people are going to probably yeah. rule him out, let's be honest. like He's been at Newcastle. You didn't end up getting a, a ton a of goals. Radar, bit, and there's arguably a lot better players in there who went under the radar and ended up coming good. But for my money, you know, Perez in a team that's much better suited to his style of football, I think, and able to supply and demand that man, I think he could be a boy for you. Well, so you heard it here first. I'd like this clip to be saved I think and be thrown well. back in my face at the end of the season when he's got five goals and was injured for the whole year. No, I, th I think he'll do really well. Mm. And as the winner of What Culture's Fantasy Football League last season, he this guy even bought myself a little trophy. There he is. Reward yourself sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Manuel Lanzini. Uh, injured recently, but whenever he performs, he's really good. And I think he's only worth about 6.57 million. So he is my pick. He's going to do a lot of good stuff. And that will also correlate with my West Ham doing well. So if they start doing rubbish, yeah, get my team. But also, also, I think, I think they may play Man City on the opening day, but after that, they don't play a top half team until about mid October. So That's quite interesting. Someone's been doing his fantasy football hey. research already. Not that he's trying to win again no. or anything, of course, but no. there you go. Not bothered. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're bothered. The <laughs> question today comes from Thomas Games, who says, Who is the signing of the summer so far? Am I going to do a bit? <laughs> oh, yeah, Am I going to do a bit? I'm going to do it, but no, no, I have an idea. I won't say Perez. I was going to say Perez. I'll let you go first for this one. I'm going to go with Delict. Ah, oh, you can't go with Delict. Is that yours? That's who I was going to go with. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, we both go with Delict yes, and we'll Delict. just talk about him because we love him. The amount of money, I mean, obviously it's a lot of money to spend on him, mm. but the quality of play that you're getting and the amount Absolutely. of money that is chucked around for any old player. I mean, look, we talked about this before. It's kind of different because Delict can't necessarily, wouldn't necessarily be tempted to go to Manchester United. Yeah. But the fact that Harry Maguire has been touted for 80 million, 80 Delict million. went for 10 odd million less than that. Mm -hmm. 
he's, he's gonna, and I think he's going to do big, big things for Juventus. He could be the thing that makes them win the Champions League for me. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's a younger player than Harry Maguire for starters. Obviously, Maguire's not like finished by any means, but he's 26 or whatever. Mm. So, but the league's like 21, 22. He's still very young and he showed last season in that Champions League campaign. He is absolutely brilliant. Like, such a strong head. And that Ajax team, which was yeah. a good team in fairness. They've been Monaco'd, haven't they? This yeah, they absolutely have. I feel so bad for them because it was always going to happen. I think if they managed to win the Champions League, they might have been able to convince a couple to stay. But, alas, it didn't quite happen for them. I think he needs to develop as a player. What I, it's a shame because it's early, isn't it? He's young and he's going to go to Juventus. And that is a brilliant move for him, brilliant move for the club. If he plays and can consistently yeah, adapt but it's Italian football it's set up for people to defend and that guy will fit right in in my yeah. opinion I also want to give a quick shout out to Ravel Morrison because he's the one yeah. he's the one I'm really fascinated in seeing play <sighs> next season because yeah. I remember him at uh, obviously Man United and then yep. subsequently I think West Ham QPR as well QPR and then obviously he went away to Lazio and he's been mm -hmm. abroad he's been away for all these years and he's one of these players that's always talked about I remember Rio Ferdinand on a BT Sport thing saying basically he's one of the biggest missed opportunities mm. due to sort of self-destruction almost yep. we've seen in many, many years. But he's back in the Premier League. Sheffield United have taken a punt on him. I can't wait. I really hope he does well. I can't wait to see how he does though because he could light up. You know, he's the player that Sheffield United are going to give the ball to aside from like Billy Sharp yep. and go, please do something with this. It's interesting when you get a player like this because oh, they always call them temperamental, don't they? Mm. Or like they sort of say that you know, self-destructive tendencies. I remember Adel Tarapt being a guy yes. who was very much like, this guy's the future, he's an incredible player, but he just couldn't put the pieces Harry together Redknapp in terms of... Not about him, yeah, but ironically, Harry Redknapp had the same issues with Ravel yeah. Morrison, so I'd like to see it happen. I'd like to see somebody come back and just completely take the league by storm and be like, I've matured, I'm a better player, but you get the feeling be a repeat performance for me. Right, let's move on to today's and finally, and it centres around the legend that is Tony Adams. Tony it's Adams? It's been revealed this week that Tony Adams has made the switch to Rugby League. Don't worry, he's not playing. But he's made the switch to Rugby League because he's, quote, bored with football. Hang on, Define made the switch. So he's not playing, obviously. No, I think Andy Burnham's given him, he's like... He's got the. I saw the photo of him, and he's wearing this like mayoral chain. So I think he's like. He's the, the mayor of rugby. He's now. the mayor of <laughs> rugby league or something, something like that. But yeah, he's made the switch to be involved in the process. So of not, the just, rugby not just not oh, just. I've stopped watching football. Yeah. I watch rugby league now. But now, yeah, now Tony Adams is your man for rugby league. Well, at least he's not your man for football anymore, to be honest. Because ever since he retired from playing, yeah, not not no, good for me. Yeah, never. hard pass, Simon. Hard pass, firm no. But. Listen, Tony Adams was a great footballer and I'm sure a great footballing mind. No. To, to on the pitch. On the pitch. Not off the pitch. On the no. pitch. But, yeah, maybe he can do better in rugby. Who knows? And this is uh, and also, also another side point. Just like to announce, uh, announce that we are launching World Culture Rugby League coming soon. <laughs> Courtesy of Tony Adams, the chairman and mayor of rugby. Uh, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section yes. below. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Football uh, on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts mm. from for daily football podcasts too. And send us your Twitter questions at What Culture FC. In fact, whilst you're on Twitter, Follow both of us. You can follow him at... At It's Adam Nicholas and you can follow him at... At... at, at what, you're going to say at It's Adam at, Wilborn. At, no. it's, uh, at Adam Wilborn. I'll do it for you. Thank hey. God you're here. Hey. Right, mate. Thanks, Adam Nicholas. Thank you Thank for you. watching. And we will see you soon. Goodbye now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.